The photographs of the prisoners that surrendered and were taken by the Israeli troops, um, in, and as we saw them, have nothing to do with the victory. Hmm. They have to do with the stages that we're in to show the impact of the actions that we're taking. And I, they are much more for Israeli domestic consumption to show that we are active. Israelis right now do not see the actions of this war. It's very challenging to understand it. Mm. And when you see um, truckloads of prisoners, you understand that that action is in the process of defeating Hamas's military capabilities. But this isn't about, and that's the picture of victory. No, that's not the picture of victory at all. No. No, I mean, when it comes to uh, the, the t Arab terrorists, I mean, there might, might be two messages. One message for the West, for the Israeli public, and maybe another message for the East, for the Arab public. I mean, what is a better way to show victory then, or defeat of enemy? So there's two different aspects. One is how do you show victory? Are you showing victory is more for yourself? Mm. How do you show that the other side is defeated? That's a different question. Those are two different, in its own way, target audiences. Israelis need to know that we won. We also need the other side to know, and I'm going to define in a moment what that means, that the other side lost. It isn't the same picture. And in that sense, one of the challenges is that when you put something out, to impact one side, it can actually have an opposite effect on the other side. And when you do the other side, it, again, it comes back. You can't separate them nowadays. Mm. We are not at the stage of showing, showing victory. We're at the stage of showing our continued military actions and the impact that they're having on Hamas. Every single person in the, in the battles, as we're talking about, understands that this is going to go on for a long time, another month. And it's, it's not that it's over tomorrow morning. The release of the specific photos in that sense was part of the overall show Israelis that we are in action and continuing to go somewhere. I'd like to add in, if possible, something additional. Yes. Um, in this war, one aspect is the military operation of destroying Hamas's military capabilities. But Arya, we both understand that at the exact same time and on equal footing is the return of our hostages. And again, for Israelis, we need to see that all that Hamas has gotten out of this war is more prisoners than Israeli prisons and not less. Um, in that sense that, that you know, like that they're release, releasing prisoners from mm -hmm. Israeli jails. Mm -hmm. So again, that's for domestic Israeli consumption as it goes on. When it comes to the terminology, okay, is it the Arab side? Is it the Palestinian side? Is it the Hamas side? Is it the Islamist side? Those are four different categories, and I could go on. And the impact of seeing the photographs on Western audiences, not here in the Middle East, right. it shows like humiliation mm -hmm. in Middle Eastern arenas. Um, yeah, you, you, you see that humiliation, but it also shows the beginning of defeat. And it's different messages to different target audiences. Do you think that uh, the IDF should not have allowed these photos to be released? I don't do in hindsight. They're already out there, so it doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. If you look forward, as we're looking into the future, the, I, you cannot control everything that comes out. You cannot control what goes out in the media. 
you can't that that, that the idea that that the IDF spokespersons or that anybody inside Israel or on the Gazan side can control the the flow of images. We're in 2023. You cannot control it. It takes a single person with a single phone and you have images. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's more that there are going to be different categories of people who view the pictures in different ways and they're going to send them on and out. Um, I don't know that the impact of a Hanukkah at the heart of um, Gaza is also one that we need to put out because we're not trying to conquer the Gaza Strip. We're trying to destroy Hamas. And I say that, but that's part of who we are. So it's very challenging on how you go about that. So in a war against terrorism, or let's say Islamic terrorism that's coming from Hamas, uh, is humiliation not a weapon? Humiliation? Wow, very interesting question, and I haven't thought of it in those terms, because mm -hmm. the, the, the Hamas Islamist terrorism dehumanizes to an extreme degree anything that's both Jewish and Israeli. Mm -hmm. And I state that as both Jewish and Israeli because it's both anti-Semitism, but they also took hostages, both non-Israelis and Arab citizens of Israel, meaning that they, for them, that dehumanizing is of everybody on the Israeli and Jewish side. So when you ask about humiliation, terrorizing is more about scaring. It's about making you scared. Humiliation, I mean, I don't think of it in the terms of terrorism or counterterrorism. Um, that's not an aspect in psychological warfare. Mm. It's much more about showing, again, the words that we used before, victory or defeat and how well you're doing within the different, in, in, within combat. Um, so I'm going to have to think about that one before I give a more exact answer. <laughs> well, Mary, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, the, uh, how, how the Arab world is looking at it. Israel's enemies, Israel's friends uh, in the Arab world, and the images that they want to see. I mean, does, how does Israel want to preserve its friendship in the Arab world and yet deter its enemies? I mean, what is the image that it has to put out? You can't put out one image. You're not going to be able to control it. There is, just like there is no one voice, which is either Israeli or, for that matter, Palestinian, let alone Hamas. There are lots of different ones coming out. So what Israel wants to show in its own way is its strength. And part of showing men who have been captured is showing the strength of those who captured them. It's not about the humiliation of them being without clothes. That actually has to do with trying to make sure that they don't have suicide belts on them. It's very clear cut in that sense of why you do that. You want to make sure you don't have the booby traps, like the horrible booby traps that blew up yesterday in Shajaiya, right. um, but on people. And so when you're looking at these different visuals, you want to show your own strength. You want to show that terrorists, who have weapons, are handing their weapons and surrendering to the stronger element. That is an important message when we're talking within the arena around us, not just, by the way, against the terrorists. It's also part of the, I don't want to use the term, I have to think of the right word for this, but part of the way you live within the Middle East is that strength is revered. And we need to show ourselves as strong. And that's part of what we're going to show. And it doesn't look well in the Western world, but it works well on all of the categories that you said before, both your friends and your foes or your supporters um, inside the greater Middle East. 